Welcome to the Girls on Tour podcast with Mira Manga. Hello and welcome again to the Girls on Tour podcast, the podcast that interviews inspirational and excellent women all about their adventures in transit. I am so excited today. I managed to catch up with someone who influenced this very podcast, the wonderful and inspirational Erin McGathy. I listen religiously to her This Feels Terrible podcast. Erin is a naturally funny woman. She's a comedian. She's an improviser. So her podcasts are always amusing and she always has great guests. So I did a bit of a pilgrimage all the way up to Edinburgh. Delighted I got to see her one woman murder mystery show, Murder Town, at the Gilded Balloon. And she played every single role. I was completely blown away by this woman's talent. It's a very scary thing. I do fear for us all if she gets a national TV series or anything like that. It will be a McGath attack takeover, absolutely. So I asked her and she very kindly agreed to do my podcast. We recorded it before one of her shows at the Gilded Balloon in their lobby. So you might hear some interesting um, behind the scenes theater stage chat. I just know you're gonna love getting to know Erin. So I'll stop talking so you can hear us talking. Enjoy. So hello, everybody. I'm here with Erin at the Gilded Balloon, (laughs) which is where she's doing her amazing show. Can you do a plug for the show right up now, up top? Sure. Um, I'm doing a one-woman murder mystery called Murder Town, which is about a small town in California where there have been eight murders in the last two years. And it's a mystery, <laughs> and it's a yeah, it's a com- it's a comedy murder mystery with some um, subtle feminist undertones. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's fun. I think it's enjoyable for everyone over the age of eleven, just because I talk about murder. Yes. And it's at the Gilda Balloon Rose Theater, which is on Rose Street. Thank you for the, uh, yeah. People have been going to the wrong. Yes, the <laughs> extra rows is very important. Yeah, yeah. So it's in it's in Newtown, and cool. it's very fun. And it's at four forty-five. Woo! Yeah. And not only that, um, but Erin is amazing. I saw it last night. It's kind of incredible and astonishing what she does. Thank and you. My Twitter review is going to be One Woman Twin Peaks five Whoa, star. Oh, cool. One it's Woman Twin Peaks. Yeah. That's great. I was going to do One Woman Twin Peaks and Drop Dead Gorgeous, and I thought maybe that's a bit of a spoiler. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, no, I've, I've plagiarized something. I didn't even realize. No, you didn't plagiarize. No, joking, but... If you wrote that whole thing as well, I'm scared of your. I'm terrified of your brain. It's like <laughs> if I wrote Drop Dead Gorgeous or Murder Town. This, oh, this... no, I wrote Murder Town. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, I know you did, and I'm terrified of you. Like the things that you pulled out of your head and you made it work is like. Thank you. And um, we can call that hashtag peak creativity. <laughs> so, so tell me about um, the experience of being in Edinburgh and coming and touring here. Mm. Um, well, it's when I, I I did Edinburgh last year, and this year I had some friends that were coming for the first time from the United States. And the way I describe it is like if a massive drama club took over a medieval city <laughs> is what it yes. feels like. Yes. Um, there's it's really just it's it's overwhelming mm. as we were talking about before we turned the mic on. It's very yeah. overwhelming because there's so much going on. But it's, uh, it's really great as an artist because you are reminded just of how much like goodness and creativity there is in the world. And yeah. it makes you feel kind of small in a good way. Yes. And seeing so many other shows and so many other... I mean, I think like sometimes if you're doing... As a performer, you can maybe feel a little like you're the only person doing something, <laughs> which is 
Oh, that's well, that like sounds silly, but it's kind of maybe isolating if you're showing yeah. up. Yeah. Well, if you're right, like especially, I mean, I I had to write this show, which every part of me was like fighting against doing, <laughs> um, because all my training is uh, improv training. Right. The great thing about doing improv is that you practice and practice and practice at like the skills. Yeah. But then the actual show. If it goes great, then it's then it's thrilling and you're a genius. Mm-hmm. And if it goes poorly, like it's embarrassing, but it's it's gone, yeah. you know, and it's fine. And yes. there are other people doing it with you. This is words um, on the page, right? Yeah, like I, I get I get so much more stressed out about things that where I have to like write it down because it, like with improv, maybe I've never even thought about it this way before. But you were talking about like just my my brain and like I do have. There, there is like a lot of darkness to like the, the things there are a lot of dark things that make me laugh and this yeah. show is a little dark it could have been a it could have been way more dark like oh, I, wow. I had a couple of rehearsals with a director who told me to like reel back a few things oh, interesting. <laughs> um just because I find dark dark things really funny uh which I think just makes me a comedian um right but like with having it on the page I'm sending the message that, like, I have written this and I think it's a good idea. Yes. You know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. like, with an improv show, it's like, I don't know. I had a sandwich before. Who know? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I had a bad day or I had a great day. Like, there's less responsibility for stuff. I think the fact that you do improv shows, like, because I feel like if anything happened in your show that was wacky or wasn't meant to, you'd pull it back in. And you just yeah. make it funnier. And <laughs> the other thing, like, I guess I kind of picked up on the dark veins that throw through your comedy blood when I picked up my Twin Peaks reference. Right. <laughs> so I, I just think that makes it very rich and deeper comedy. Thank you. So I really enjoyed that. And you. for you being on tour, being away from home, do you enjoy that or do you feel like it's a necessary evil of being a comedian? Mm, well, I, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, there's so many different kinds of touring. Like there are stand-up comedians who travel around by themselves. I've mm. never done that before, so I can't I can't speak to that. Anytime yeah. I've ever gone quote unquote on tour, I've had a friend or a loved one yeah. with me. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. Yeah, I mean I, I I'm curious to see what it would be like going on tour just being by myself. <laughs> Oh, we've missed Jackie Wilson's set now. Oh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, well, no, that's not true. I used to... Oh, well, the only the only experience I have with that was when I first moved to L.A., I was... I acted in this play that was about water conservation with, like, okay. this other guy, and we did it at schools around California, and that was pretty miserable because he his favorite band was Korn. Oh, no. And he used to just, like, blast it, and it, we would go back and forth with our music, and he hated my music, which is, like... Oh, gosh. Tilly in the Wall, and <laughs> at the time, probably, like, Death Cab for Cutie and Bright Eyes, and then he would be, like, Korn. Oh, gosh. Uh, Metallica. That's a lot. It is a lot, Yeah. You are in Edinburgh and you have like a little support team around you to help with the show. Yeah, I have, yeah. Well, I have my, my best friend. Um, it, it, it all came together very last minute. And like one night when I had had, had had a few too many to drink like months ago, I was like, you should come out to Edinburgh and produce my show. <laughs> Not really like thinking, um, figuring that out. Yeah. Which you mentioned before, like bravery. I think a lot of my quote unquote brave decisions are um, <laughs> maybe literally drunk decisions or just like things that I decide for myself. And I'm like, oh, well, future Aaron will have to like rise to the occasion. That's such a good philosophy. <laughs> yeah. This is like, I have to go to Edinburgh. And like my main thing for it was like, I, the, I should go 
to enjoy myself, but to make myself do it, I will say I'm going to try and interview Erin. Okay. And then really? <laughs> this is me being very brave. But the okay. thing is, I cheated because from your podcast, you seem really friendly. So I chose like... <laughs> And then in person. <laughs> oh my God, you're a crazy bitch. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I really love the idea of collaborating and bringing loved mm. and trusted ones on the road. I think that's, yeah. that's actually a good tip to tour with. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bring- if it's, yeah, the other, I, I did a DIY tour of my podcast last year across the US with my boyfriend. And that was fun. I mean, it's also, it, it also creates, you know, different challenges Yeah, because you are in such close proximity and you're working together. Yeah. And, Let's talk yeah. about that. So I always ask about like, how do you manage a long distance relationship when you're away from your lover? Mm-hmm. But I guess you had to manage a completely close existence <laughs> of 24-7. Yeah. So how do you, yeah. uh, what do you prefer? Which, him with you touring or like long distance? <laughs> Just tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, I... Hmm. I mean, right now, like, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm missing him a lot. Yeah. But it's really only, like, three weeks that we're apart. Mm. He's a director, and he's working on a film back in Dublin. And so, like, the good thing is that we live together, and, like, we love hanging out with each other and just spending time with each other so which is terrible the way my tone just sounded so like ugh I'm in this loving relationship it's so frustrating sorry everyone my miserable life um so the good the the good thing is uh getting to work on our separate careers and then still like we check in with each other constantly and uh, talk on the phone and stuff but it's it's good having this kind of like personal incubation time Mm. where you can where like I'm growing and doing all these things and yeah, yeah it's good. It's, I think it's good. Yeah. And Though I'm not, I'm not huge on long distance relationships as far as yeah, they're tough. Yeah, yeah. So you think like checking in a lot is kind of one of the things that helps out with that? Yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think it's really one of the things that's really helpful with me and my partner is that we have the same communication style. As in, like we so text important. the same amount. Yeah. Yeah. And you know like I sometimes well for example like I constantly afraid that he's gonna die okay (laughs) reasonable yeah Yeah. we all do yeah yeah like I just this morning I texted him and um or I whatsapped him and on whatsapp you can tell whether or not someone's read a message yeah and I whatsapped him and it didn't go through oh no and I was like oh no but he always plugs in his phone and I knew that he was out with friends last night and I was I was just thinking like he got hit by a car he's dead I was like so and I was like don't think about it don't think about it I was trying to focus on other things but I was like really upset and I was like why it it was like one o'clock and I was like Jesus like what's like 1 p.m. yeah and then I checked my email and he had sent me an email that said hey just so you know like my my phone is broken and so yeah I was like oh (laughs) thank fuck you know yes so you're the same as me. You're a nervous attachment style, right? Okay. Um. I try. I try not. I try not to be. Like, it, yeah. I mean, we tell each other what we're doing during the day, but I have to like create a boundary with myself where I'm not like. I I need to be living my life here in Edinburgh and not like super invested yeah. in every step of his day and vice and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. It's hard sometimes, though. Totally. As long as we know what we are, right? Then we can fix yes. it. Yeah. And then spending so much time together can be, especially if you're working together, because he was like filming my thing and everything. And that was great. But like, I can, um, I can get really short, like right before a show. Because it's the nervous energy? Or? 
Well, when we were doing the DIY tour, the because we would have to go into a new venue every time and, and like set everything up on our own. Yeah. We were such a good team and like, okay, you do this and you do this. But like, if I would, I, there were a couple times where I was like, no, the table needs to go here. Like, not in an angry. It's but it sounds She's angry. Like, I'm not feeling angry, but I'm like, we yeah. need to do this, this, and this. Yes. He was never offended by it because he knew I wasn't yes. angry, but it made me feel bad, and I didn't Aww. like. Yeah. Hearing the way I was talking to my partner, if that yeah. makes sense. Just but I'm mostly perfect. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that I, when I used to play in bands and stuff, I was always, like, busy being a complete... Oh, this is what you're missing, guys. Yeah. Um, it is a great show. I'm kind of jealous. I would love to do the portable Dorothy oh. Parker. I'll have to try and catch it next time. I haven't, I haven't seen this production. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's well, great to read. Okay. <laughs> there you go, listeners. Some hot tips. I just like unplugged that show. <laughs> you totally did. I didn't Shade. mean to do that. No, see it, see it. It's a good. The text is wonderful. <laughs> I can't vouch for the performance, but I'm sure it's great. Mm, the yeah, the material's fantastic. So yeah, before when I would go on stage, I would either be like Queen Diva, like demanding stuff, or like having like my, what. Why is this like this? I'm leading this band and you're going to make me look bad. Why oh, hasn't yeah. he done this? Or, you know, it's just a douche. Mm. May, one of the many reasons I stopped being in a band. But I think also the other <laughs> thing is the, pre, the, the people would be like, where is Mira? Oh, she's having her pre-gig poop. Because oh, I just have this I do balance well. of fear. Yeah, it just yeah. opens before nervous, a show. En- nervous energy before a show, yeah. Just get rid, release, yeah, dump yeah. it out, and then. <laughs> so I don't know why I felt to share I that see, with I you. I always see it as like, I, I never talk about this sort of thing ever, but I do. I'm sorry for leading you down No, this no, path. it's okay. I do want to say that like, I, I never tell anyone about it when it happens, but like when that happens, I do see it as like an omen of good luck, like. Almost. It like lightens you for the show. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm excited. And the worst thing is doing a show, you know, there's nervous energy and there's like super nervous energy, which is bad. And then there's like no energy and you're like, oh no, like I don't have any adrenaline going. I'm not excited at all. What do I do? Yeah. Can you fake it through that? Yeah. I mean, um, I think that's only happened. Mm. Well, during this run, I don't think I've actually had that. Because I've been really excited about this yeah. show. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. I guess you, you just try to fake it, yeah. or like, oh, I don't know, slap myself in the face or something. Like, really, just try to like, yeah. like, come on, you can do it. Not in front of anyone, but like, <laughs> I have done that. Though. Yeah, yeah. Not slap myself, but like, um, you know, in like a Jane Austen novel, like pinching my yeah. cheeks to like bring some blood flow. Yeah, this is amazing. We're going so. This is like the actor's <laughs> studio or something. Oh like, no. <laughs> I love it. I really loved the um, podcast you did with a friend a while back. And you were like, okay, I put the relationship at the front, but at the back, we talk about theatre a lot. And then the second half was so fun because you were both so energized. I love it. Was it Drew Drogi? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I really loved that. I loved hearing you. Oh, good. good, That was like bonus material. Oh, yeah. That was wonderful. And then, okay, so the final thing I wanted to talk to you about for any listeners who have been considering this mm. is you did this crazy thing where you left LA yeah for love and <laughs> kind of you, I know for you, my life not really for love well you love Dublin oh yeah yes, 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 you yeah. love your boy and this yeah. is weird that I know this much stuff and myself about. yeah oh, the most <laughs> important thing of all yeah um so for me I used to dream about maybe living in LA because as a mm. kid growing up in Reading yeah you know you just watch all the great TV shows and be like I want to live by the beach um but even <laughs> wait Reading Australia 
Uh, Are you saying no, Reading? Reading, California. It's a tiny. Oh, it's a tiny town outside of London. Like oh, okay. Outside. There's a Reading in California. Yeah. So I was like, you grew up in Reading? I was no. so confused <laughs> for a second. No, uh, Reading, Berkshire, which is like, it's not tiny. It's like a small town, but it was so right. small town. As soon as I finished up school, I had to leave to uni- university because I kissed too many people. Like everyone knows uh, each other. Right. So, <laughs> but like then as a grown up kind of almost had a few swings at it I interned out there for a while and I had, right, yeah, yeah. So I was like maybe I could do this and I never quite got a gumption mm. so because there's there's aspects to the uprooting which is like leaving family and friends behind yeah any survival tips or just tell us your story to inspire people who <laughs> should maybe be doing it and not being so scared uh sure well I mean I I got lucky in that um I mean I I, I was in I was in this relationship for three years and we got married and then after a year we got divorced and um, when you know by my I was so like kind of defined by that relationship which is a lot of my doing that when we got a divorce I was really it gave me the opportunity to be like okay what do I really want yeah because I had already you know when you go through a breakup or a divorce your friend group everyone's a little rattled by it and it's like okay yeah. what is what is happening like I, I need to know that like you're in this yeah box kind of and because I I already felt like I was kind of disappointing people oh well I mean it, 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 in a way that I wasn't like oh no I'm disappointing everyone though that, that like it's natural to feel that yeah. way when you're going yeah, through yeah. a divorce um like we have no children but um yeah that that let me like what happened like we got, went through the divorce and I had um spent a month in Ireland months before um even though it seemed like so crazy and unfathomable mm-hmm. to get up and leave the country I definitely don't identify with like the stereotype of like the expat and I within myself have judgment for people that quote unquote run away from their lives or you know things like that um that that's my own issue you know LA is great for a lot of people and it's I was there for 10 years and I was really like I just I don't think I I don't think I really like it yeah like I love my friends but the industry side of LA was uh really hard for me and made me like really disillusion me artistically Mm. when I was in Ireland for like the month before I felt like so much freer and making things and I don't really care about being famous or making a ton of money I just want to make enough money to be alive and in Los Angeles I don't know Los Angeles feels like a giant slot machine to me okay and I think it's I think it's great for people that are I think there's value in like being um excited by the business of show, you know, yeah. like it's, well, I mean, not show business, but like, um, being excited by like the actual, like, Oh, like who's your manager and like, let's figure this yeah. out. And let's, like, Oh, oh let's come negotiate into this. And, higher. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And like, Oh, the, the, invite these people to your show and do all these things. But like, I, um, as much as I tried, like I, I always just truly was turned off by that. And then I was married to someone who was very successful. And then I was even more turned off by it. Just more like, Oh, I just hate all of this because it's all, Everyone just wants something from you, and the art doesn't feel like it's for art. It feels like it's always meant to like facilitate something else. Yeah, which is why it's so fun doing shows here, even though there's still like an industry side of things. But like, it's so cool that like people can be walking down the street, get yeah. a flyer for my show. I get to do the show, and we have this like time together, and yeah. like that's like that's so great. That's so great, yeah. and that doesn't really exist in LA. 
Um, also, there's not really like there's not really a theater scene in LA. People will disagree, but like the overall tone of the theater in LA is that it's oh, a stepping stone or to like TV a way to be seen or, yeah. or something. Uh-huh. But here, it's in, and in Ireland certainly, Ireland is so so big into theater and the spoken word that it is like yeah yeah. Anyway, sorry, I'm not answering your question properly. But I just I just started thinking in my head like, what if I moved to Ireland? And even though I didn't feel really ready for it at all, I started just telling like a few of my best friends and just said, I'm moving to Ireland. And I didn't tell like big groups of people. Cause I was like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want there to be like a, I don't want it to be a thing. And I know I'm not ready for this. And I, I know I don't um, know all the logistics of how this is going to work out, yeah. but I'm just going to trust that it will. Okay. And so I just kind of like, just, I just bought a one-way ticket and uh, realized, like, when I got there, like, it was, there were so many challenges with, like, you know, being allowed to live there legally, and I got very lucky in, like, having, like, a really great solicitor and figuring out that side of things. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. But it really, it was so much, and just, like, little things that I didn't anticipate. Um, But the reason why I really like it, like, I love Ireland, but aside from that, the reason why I think it's really exciting moving to another country is just, like, the the adventure of learning a new culture mm. and, like, just all of these little, little magical things that I didn't even consider, like, oh, the locks are different. They're slightly different, and I don't have the muscle memory for them, and everyone else does, and just... How are the locks like different? They're just... The mechanism is different from American locks. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's just, like, I've been locked inside, like, uh, bathroom cubicles and all oh, sorts no. of things. Yeah, just because it just feels like your my, my muscles are, like, made, like, used to American locks. Well, that's even something I'd never even consider. Yeah, like, which you would notice probably if you went to, or like moved to LA maybe. Yeah. I feel but like, also the locks yeah. are just harder here. We, yeah, we like to keep things complicated. I, yeah. You know, we're this tiny little island that, you know, has all these fiddly widdly ways, traditional <laughs> words. So many fiddly widdly yeah. ways. And really- which is delightful. <laughs> which is really, like, the fact that, like, it's absurd, but the fact that the queen literally owns all the swans <laughs> is like... <laughs> I know. Like I know. The, it's things like that where I'm like, oh, I love, I love living in this country. We're very twee. We're in Ireland. Yeah. Well, Ireland yeah. Though your is... definition of twee is different from the American definition of twee. Really? I think okay. so. Yeah. Or maybe the Irish definition is different from the okay. the, the British Let, and so American. British is like twee is like uh, you know if you like Bell and Sebastian you wear yes. cardigans. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. In Ireland, twee means more like it doesn't not mean that. Okay. But it also means um, kind of like old and overly saccharine like an old oh and i'm and this is this is i this is my very generalized observation i've just heard people in ireland call things twee more often than not where i'm like i don't think that's twee. it's and it's always negative and like i'm certainly not not twee and so i'm like <laughs> always like oh, i feel like i'm not like that that old man with the weird sweater yeah yeah no you're definitely not but i'm so glad we deconstructed twee <laughs> Um, thank you. <laughs> and um, I also like that you just, you got up and you just did it. And the action of doing sometimes means that you are, then then you're in it. Which... I, I think my philosophy, maybe not my philosophy, but I think the way that I do things a lot of the time is kind of based on the idea that like when you smile, like it sends a message to your brain that you're happy. So yeah. it's like working from the outside in, <clears throat> like we naturally don't like change 
but it's so rewarding when we rise to the occasion. So, Amen. Yes. <laughs> so like yeah. just making, just making the decision, like I'm going to like with the show, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I was like, I'm going to do a one woman murder mystery. Cause oh, I, I just thought that. like, how fun, like if I could write a one person play, not knowing anything about how to write murder mysteries and I wrote the summary for my play that's on all my flyers before I wrote the actual play. Fuck off. And then I had, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. And then I had to just follow that as my thing. And like, but it's great, like having that decision made for me. But I was like, fucking like a pinata. Like, why did I say pinata? Oh, like, a swan pinata. Oh, I'm spoiling it, but it was, yeah, no, that was a great comedy. Yeah, those two words together work. I, no, don't, don't deny yourself now. And you said you, you talked about like running away. But mm. for me, it feels like from looking outside, it feels like you had a plan and you were kind of running towards something. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, yeah, yeah. I, at first, like, I do not, I don't feel this way at all anymore. But, like, when I first was making that decision, I had a voice in my head that was like, oh no, people are going to think that I'm giving up on comedy because mm. I'm leaving LA and people are going to think that I, I don't know, that like I'm just cutting off all ties. Because I, and, and I didn't cut off any ties. Like, yeah. I'm just as, I mean, the sad thing about the, the sad and great thing about social media is that I truly feel just as close to all of my oh, yeah, friends. I mean, yeah. And, and I still go back and visit and then hang out. And every time I go back and visit, people are like, oh, you're living in Ireland. <laughs> like, they have no idea because they see me every six months or something. I'm talking yeah. more about acquaintances and less, yes. like, very good friends, yeah. obviously. Um yeah, I, I, my, my ex-husband said a couple of times, and I don't know if he really thinks this. It's funny either way, but he was like, oh, you're running away from me to Ireland. Like, saw it just as... <laughs> which oh my is gosh. kind of incredible. Maybe why we're not married anymore. <laughs> I think secretly it probably is all about him, though, right? I yeah. think so. I think yeah. so. No, no, I think, I, think he was, I think he was being... I think he was being glib. I don't think yeah. he actually thinks that. No. Though I will say it is handy for getting out of a big relationship like that. It is such it a luxury to be in a different country and not have yeah. to like I you know go through the awkward and I think it's made our relationship good now like yeah. we're on totally great terms and because we don't have to deal with like I'm going to be at this party oh, I'm gosh, bringing yes. somebody and I'm very friendly with his new partner and he's very overwhelmed by my new partner in a nice way yeah yeah that's amazing you, you're living the dream yeah I do feel really I do feel really happy Yay! Yay! Well, um, thank you so, so much for giving me precious pre-stage time to do my podcast. <laughs> Thanks for coming um, and being so sweet. Sorry about talking so uh, so much on authority on happiness. I hope, like, <laughs> it, this is a nice time in my life, but there'll, there'll be bad times. I will come back and find you again when you have a bad time. Just let me know. Good, good, good. We'll do a podcast. <laughs> thank you so much, Erin, and sorry about the noise, but this is Edinburgh Festival. Yep. Okay, bye. <laughs> thank you. Bye. You're listening to Mira Manga and the Girls on Tour podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Erin. I hope you guys really enjoyed that conversation. She is so good to chat to. And if you ever get the chance to go and see her, make sure that you take it because she is excellent and she will make you laugh. You can follow Erin on her Twitter page, which is at Erin McGathy. And you should definitely listen to her This Feels Terrible podcast. I found especially helpful if you're going through a breakup or a rocky time. Hmm, personal intrigue. I would like to extend all my usual thanks to my amazing friends who've helped me out with this podcast. The voice of Bill from Radio Paradise, Rodri for arranging this theme song, Abby for our logo, and the podmaster of all he pervades, Charlie Moores. 
Next week, glamorous mummy and friend of mine from work, Charlotte Howe, will be divulging her travel tips. You know the luxury lifestyle that you see in some people's Instagrams? Well, Charlotte will be sharing with all of us how we can have that too. Maybe in another lifetime. Until next week, I'll see you soon. Happy trails.